Praise the Lord. It's good to have you with us today here at Kingdom Concepts. We're looking forward, amen, to this time that we get to share with you. Pray that your week is getting ready to start very, very mm -hmm. good. Amen. Uh, we know that anytime you begin with the Word of God, your day is going to end with That's tremendous right. blessings. That's amen. Right. And so my wife and I, amen, we've been just enjoying every opportunity that we have to be with you. If you haven't already, amen, please like and subscribe, amen, to this channel because we want to make sure that every Monday you're receiving our new episodes, mm -hmm. amen. These are materials that will help build your leadership. It'll ignite your passion, amen. It'll help you to grow in your walk with God. And that is truly our heart's desire is to assist you as you move forward with the plan that God has for your life, amen. Well, you know, we've spent the last couple of episodes talking about spiritual yes. warfare. Yes. You know, we're living in the last days, mm -hmm. and I don't think anyone can argue with that. We, we know we're closer to the end than any other generation that's mm -hmm. come before us. And there's a lot of things that the Bible said we're going to experience in these last days. You know, in the world, it's going to get so worse. You know, it's going to get horrible. It's going to get terrible, the Bible says. You know, people are going to continue to become darkened mm -hmm. in their hearts and, and become callous to sin. But at the same time, God promises that he's coming back for a glorious church. He's coming That's back right. for a people that are operating in Pentecostal power, a people that have signs and wonders and miracles accompanying them. We are that church, amen. Mm -hmm. And uh, the devil is going to resist that. He's going to continue to war against us as believers. But God has given us weapons and God has given us armor that mm -hmm. he's empowered to help us to have victory. You know, when we first got saved 30 years ago, when people would say to me, you know, that Jesus is coming back, Jesus is coming back. You know, you felt that urgency, but you still knew that there was so many different gospels, so many different prophecies that needed to be fulfilled, mm -hmm. so many different things that needed to be fulfilled. So you always look to the, the coming of Christ. You always look to his coming because we don't know when it's going to be. Yeah. So what do you think makes a difference today than it did 30 years ago? What, what's that feel? What is the different feeling that you had? You know, even even from a couple of years ago, you know, yeah. what, what do you think? Well, what I recognize is, number one, Bible prophecy. Yes. There's so much that the Bible says would happen in the last days. Um, and I, the, the two chapters that stand out so much to me is Matthew, Matthew chapter 23 and 24 and 25. You know, those ones, uh, they have to do with Jesus in these last days. You know, these are the things that would happen. And he talks about deception being at an all-time mm -hmm. high. He talks about false prophets. He talks about, you know, there being world events and there being tragedy on great scales. And he warns us as believers, mm -hmm. you know, that we need to protect our love walk. He mm -hmm. said, because the days are going to be so hard and difficult, lots of stress, you know, and confusion, that if we don't protect our love walk, mm -hmm. our love will begin to cool off. And we've seen that oh, happen. Yes, yes. We've seen people that were on fire for God that have just gone completely cold. We've seen people that God has done tremendous miracles mm -hmm. for that they're not even honoring him mm -hmm. with the miracles he's given them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so you see that happening. And then you also see spiritual law, some adjustments. Like the Bible says um, that sin is fun for a season because men don't have to pay the price for their sin immediately. Um, they, it's in them to keep doing it. And so we see now that seed time and harvest 
we, we're seeing people reap good and yes. bad immediately, yes. you know, and so it's so important, amen, for us to realize that this is the last day. Satan knows that. Mm -hmm. He knows his time short. We as the body of Christ better know that our time is short yes. as well. And, you know, the next few episodes, we want to help you in this time right now that, you know, time is short. Things are happening. You know, we see the signs of the times and we want to help you. We want to make sure that, number one, that you're equipped that you are ready, and that you are dressed for battle. We want to help you guys with those. So, uh, again, like he said earlier, go back, watch the last episodes, but uh, make sure you're paying attention to the next few because we're going to be talking about some things that you need to make sure that you are girded up for the, the battle that's about to happen That's that we're in right now, you know? Yeah, amen, because God, he, he, he knows where we're at. You know, we, we are facing off with an invisible enemy, Amen. Uh, it's the forces of good and evil. You know, I mean, there's two sets of people on this mm -hmm. planet. You have those that are blessed and you have those that are damned. And we are on the blessed side. And there's a lot of things, amen, that we need to not be ignorant of, especially when it comes to our life on this earth, because we're here with a purpose. Yes. And that is to fulfill a mission That's for right. the Lord. And that is to take this gospel into all the earth. It's for us to share Jesus with people, amen, that are far from yes. God. And so we better understand, you know, uh, what what environment we're in, who our adversary is, where our adversary is located, amen, and what God has made available to us so that we can have success. And so I think it's important, amen, for us to to really have an understanding in those areas if we are going to experience what the Bible mm -hmm. says we should be experiencing mm -hmm. Because Jesus purchased the victory for us. Yes, he did. You know, to where it's a fixed fight. We, we operate out of a winning position every single every time single we time. go to battle. And so if you haven't already, I encourage you, grab your Bible, grab a notebook, grab a pen. Amen. You're going to want to take some notes. Amen. These are things, amen, that definitely are going to help you grow. Amen. And become very effective in your walk with God. And if you've been under attack and it just seems like the devil's been relentless against you, maybe attacking your health or attacking your finances, maybe attacking your marriage or people that you love, let me tell you something, you can put a stop to that. Amen. And the things that we're going to be sharing with you, the next few episodes are going to help you, amen, to become strong in the Lord, to where you not only stand your ground, we're going to teach you how to take ground for the Lord, amen, mm -hmm. and for his glory. So I, I say we just jump right in, mm -hmm. amen. Uh, if you will, let's begin by going to the gospel of John chapter 10, verse 10. And we're going to begin there. And so if you'd like to read that, that'd be awesome. A thief, uh, John 10, 10, the Passion Translation. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. If you'll recognize the schemes and methods of the enemy and steer yourself and your family clear of those, things that are de designed to steal, kill, and destroy your family can be whole, healthy, and happy, even in these last days. Amen. So we see that the devil, he's a thief. He's a destroyer. He's coming to to try to pillage our lives. He's trying to destroy the dream that God has for us. And he's after those that we love. But the Lord tells us right here, he comes to do the stealing, but I come to give you That's life. Right. Amen. And the more that we recognize, as you just said, and understand the, the way that, you know, the methods of the devil, the schemes of the devil, the more that we understand how our adversary operates, 
the more we'll be able to navigate through these days that we're living yeah. in and, and find our, our homes and our families steering completely clear from that destruction that the enemy is capable of bringing. Amen. But when you're living in that right place with God, I'm telling you, he'll not be able to get a hand on you for nothing. You'll be untouchable. And that's where God wants us to be. Amen. And the Bible tells us like over in Ephesians chapter four, I, I was looking at this before we began this, this uh, episode in Ephesians chapter four, verse 27, it says, neither give place to the devil. The Amplified Bible says it this way, babe. It says, leave no such room or foothold for the devil give no opportunity mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it comes down to is Satan's an opportunist. Yes, he's looking. He's looking. Um, I was just reading the scripture right here. It says, um, uh, 1 Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober, be diligent, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Mm -hmm. And he's going to try to devour those people that are not ready, those people that are not equipped, those people that have their armor on the ground, mm -hmm. their, you know, their weapons not being used. That's who he's going to be trying to devour. Yeah. And um, so we're not going to be those people. No, we're going to be wide awake and alert. Amen. Now, when it comes to us facing off with our adversary, you know, I think it's important to understand how did we find ourselves in this position this war between good and evil, heaven and hell, mm -hmm. you know, the Lord and Satan. Um, in Isaiah 54, and I'm going to read verses 14 through 17. Isaiah 54, verses 14 through 17. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to turn there in my Bible. It says this. It says, in righteousness shall you be established. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's in God. Amen. He made us righteous. And it's in righteousness, in this covenant that we have with them, that we're established. You shall be far from oppression. I'm telling you, oppression is spiritual contraband in the life of a believer. He says, you'll be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. He says, from the terror, he says, for it shall not come near thee. Now, notice he said, terror is coming, but it won't be able to get close mm -hmm. to you. Oppression is going to come to people but it shouldn't be something that's able to come to you. And that's where we don't give the devil that opportunity. That's right. And it goes on to say right here in verse 15, behold, they shall gather together, he says, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. So the Lord never promised that, you know, the enemy is not going to come. But he, what he did promise is that he won't be able to get a hand on you. You know, he never promised that you weren't going to have times where the enemy tries to come to surround your life to attack you. But he says he won't be able to gather. And, and God makes it clear. I'm not the one bringing bad things. I'm not the one bringing these challenges. But know that I will deal with what's coming against you. I will trouble your trouble is what the Lord's saying right here. But this is the part I want you to zero in on. Look at verse 16 and verse 17. He says, behold, this is the Lord speaking. I have created the smith mm. that blows the coals in the fire that brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. So right here, God's taking responsibility for creating the devil. But yet we have to remember that when he created, uh, you know, Satan, he didn't create Satan. Mm. He created Lucifer. That's right. And he was a worship leader. Satan was a worship leader in heaven. He, he was that guardian cherub, the Bible says, that covered. He had these massive wings that he would cover the throne of God. He stood on the sapphire stonework before the throne of the Lord. And he had all of these instruments that were built into his body, pipes, tabarets, you know, all of these beautiful things. And the Bible says that every precious stone 
was in his body, diamonds, onks, burl, you know, all of these things. And when the glory of God would hit him because of God's response to the worship of heaven, man, Lucifer would light up like a Christmas tree, man, just beautiful, <laughs> you know, just beautiful. But what happened was pride came in and he, he decided he wanted the glory that God was to receive. And so Jesus said, I seen him fall as lightning. Amen. So when he fell, he was no longer Lucifer. He became Satan, you know, that deceiver. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord didn't create him to be a destroyer, but God takes responsibility for being the one that created him. It's just like you and I, we have children. Yes. And you know, and just like you, if you have children, you don't create your children so that they can do bad things. Mm -mm. You know, you create them to do, to do good things. But if our child goes out in the parking lot and starts busting people's windshields with bats, even though we didn't create them to do that, we're still responsible for yes. them. We're gonna have to pay for the damages that they caused. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Lord's saying right here. He's, he's saying, I'm taking responsibility for creating the devil, but also at the same time, he's letting us know, you'll take responsibility if you choose to live like the devil, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he goes on to tell us, because he's the one that created him, look what he says in verse 17. He says he's a destroyer and he's going to create weapons to destroy, but no weapon that he forms against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up in judgment against you, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. We don't have to fight the devil by what we do. We have to fight the devil by what we believe. Mm -hmm. And you have to trust that God is more than able to rescue you in whatever you're going through. It doesn't matter what the challenges are. It doesn't matter how, how big the situation may be. Um, but it's, it, it's what we attach our belief to that connects us to the power. You know, for us, when we first got saved, um, you know, God really made the spirit realm very plain for us. I mean, God pulled back the veil of the supernatural and we seen, you know, uh, angelic as well as demonic things for, for like two years. It just seemed like God was just constantly showing us this presence of, of good and evil, angels and demons. And it was in that where God began to show us how to stand and how mm -hmm. to believe. And in this scripture right here, you know, where it talks about no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I remember some of the first battles that we had, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, as believers, you know, where with, with what we just read right here, what comes to your mind when it comes to maybe some of those early battles to where, you know, Satan was trying to gather against us or trying to attack us, but the weapon he created failed. What, what comes to your mind when you mm -hmm. think of... I think for... Uh, and anytime I think about when we first got saved and we didn't understand and we just had to constantly rely on grace and mercy because we didn't understand was uh, one of our first, you know, battles when we uh, got, we got saved. I got pregnant right after I got saved and um, our son was uh, six months old, five, almost, it was almost six months, still five months old. And we didn't know about confession. We didn't know about standing on his word. We didn't know about um, you know not speaking the right things and not not saying bad Wrong things. We yeah. didn't we didn't know anything about that. And he was born in 1993, and so this was in 1994 because mm -hmm. he was about five months old. And um, he got chickenpox. His cousins gave it to him. I always tell them something, <laughs> but um, he got chickenpox. He's five months old. Got chickenpox, 
with chickenpox is not a big deal, you know. It's just it's a virus, you know. Um, and but for a baby, it's different. And I remember having to constantly watch him and stuff. And one of the nights, in the middle of the night, his um, I could tell that something was wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, the fever would not break. His, uh, he had a fever; it would not break. All of a sudden, all along his back, the um, the chickenpox they would just began bursting. There was just yeah. red marks all the mm -hmm. way around. We kept calling the hospital, kept calling the hospital. Trying to make a long story short, kept calling the hospital, kept calling the hospital. They wouldn't let us come because he was contagious. Yeah. And you know, um, I'm I'm young. You know, I was very young. I didn't know what to do, and um, but I knew to keep my mouth shut. It yeah. was just the weirdest mm -hmm. thing. It was. I, I know now it's God. You know, I knew to keep my mouth shut, not to not to be scared, not to have fear. Um, and just to trust God. I didn't know what I was doing, but now, you know, I look back and I realize, hey, I was really trusting in the Lord, you know. <laughs> Amen. And um, I remember um, finally then the shift changed and I called again and I said, please, you know, my son is, something's wrong. And the nurse said, um, the nurse was mad. She's like, you bring that baby now. So we get down to the hospital. She puts us in this room and then doctors come right away and find out he's turning septic. Yeah. His body had his blood had become toxic you know inside him he was not moving anymore he was just completely catatonic you know mm -hmm. they were giving him a spinal tap they were doing put him in an ice bath his fever was 106.8 mm -hmm. or something like that you know it's crazy it was they had him in this ice pack and he's a five-month-old baby and i remember just standing there and them saying they're gonna they're bringing a, a plane in from san diego they're gonna fly him out and I was standing there and I'm just at that point where I'm about to lose it because here comes the team to pick him up and they've got this little incubator thing and here comes this team and you're again you're you're barely new in the Lord you know mm -hmm. and this team comes and I'm just about to lose just lose it you know like I'm gonna cry right now I'm gonna freak out because they're taking my baby and you grabbed my hand and you looked at me and you said remember the words that were spoken over his life yeah you remember the words that were spoken over his life. He's going to be fine. And I just remember looking at you going, okay, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I know your word is truth. Yeah. And I know the word of God is truth, and that's going to be my weapon today. That's the weapon I'm going to use. Yeah. And so I remember saying, you're right. So they came in, they took him out of his little ice bath, and they put him in another little ice bath. And then right before they're leaving, I asked the team the they had a jet out there and everything. They had two doctors, two nurses. It was just a big old, yeah. big old thing. I said, can I please pray for you? And they're like, well, yeah. And so I stopped them and I laid hands on Joshi and I prayed for them. I don't even know what I prayed. I don't know if I prayed right. All I knew is that at that moment in time, I was facing a battle that I did not know. Mm -hmm. I knew the devil was trying to kill my son, but I knew that his word was bigger. Mm -hmm. And I knew that if I stood on his word, and I stood in faith that my son would be okay, you know. And as we get to the hospital that day, I didn't realize that I had to drive four hours away, drove oh, yeah. four hours away, and, and you're going there. And the whole time, I kept asking my father-in-law, "We almost, I was like that kid, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And, um, you know, the whole way there, every hour, hour and a half, I still had to, I had to tell myself and speak the word and the little word that I knew, all I knew was John 3.16, I knew yeah. John 10.10, 10, I knew John 8.36, you know, all those scriptures that at this point, I don't know if they're going to work in this area, you know. But I just remember standing and then walking in 
and walking into Miracle Mile. Remember, apparently that year, uh, that year and the year before, there had been um, uh, that chickenpox virus had turned septic. And Lots you walk in, and there's this Miracle Mile, and there's this little girl, and they're afraid of this little girl standing there. In the this was in the waiting room. Yeah of the hospital where we had to wait to be able to see our son and whenever we were allowed to go in and out. He was in intensive care, pediatric. Yeah. There's this care. little girl, she's sitting there and she's got both her arms amputated and her foot leg amputated. And the miracle little story on the bottom was that she got chicken pox and got toxic and she um, was able to, to live but had to have all these things amputated. Mm. And that was our miracle. Yeah. I remember that whole waiting room. I, I, it was just horrible optics. Yeah. I mean, we thank God. I know that for that parent. I, I know that they're happy their child yes, is alive. Yes. But for, for parents that were that had children in that pediatric intensive care unit, and there were a lot of kids in there. Mm -hmm. They all had chicken pox. They were all yeah, was, in the same situation. In this room that you're sitting in for hours is filled with all of these pictures of children that have had, they've lost their sight. They've lost limbs. I mean, in... And you're just sitting there, and the devil's just trying to tell you that's going to be your child. Yeah. That's going to be your child, and it, it was, it was, it was something else. And the you, lady across the way from me, I remember looking up, and I just remember sitting there with Joshi, and and he was he wasn't moving at this time. He was yeah. barely crying, and I remember looking, and and I was in this little room. It was him by himself, and across from me, you could see this other lady, and little that little baby. Had was was um, she had turned black already? Yeah, her limbs limbs were black. It was and she wasn't a black girl. <laughs> no, and so I remember just sitting there and telling the lady, and I remember the nurse said, I looked at the nurse, I said, Oh my gosh, I said, What's wrong with that baby? I said, I know you can't tell me. I said, But what's wrong with that baby? I said, I just want to pray for her. And the lady, the nurse looked at me. She goes, Your chicken son's pox. past that point. She said, Your son's past that point already. She said, She has chickenpox just like your son. And I remember just thanking the yeah. Lord there, you know, just, uh, um, you know, I don't want us to get off track, but it, uh, but I just, you know, I just really feel like the enemy comes at you, you know, mm -hmm. in every single way. And he'll come at you in situations. He'll come at you in, in, in circumstances. He'll come at you to steal your peace, to steal your joy, to, to steal the word that is inside your heart, to steal that, that word that he's put inside of you. And if all you know is that God loves you and all you know is mm -hmm. that grace and mercy is for you, you can withstand anything that the devil comes out comes against you. We were barely saved, barely didn't yeah. even know to walk in faith, and God sustained us. He really did. He did, and this was the thing was that he was showing us there's a very real adversary, and he yes. comes to rob, to kill, and destroy. That's what Satan comes to do, but Jesus came to give us life. And the only way that Satan can get into a place to successfully attack a believer yes. is if they give him permission. Mm -hmm. And for us, we didn't know a lot, but what we knew was enough. We trusted in right. the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is like an anchor to your soul. And I don't know what you're going through today, but I'm just telling you, we learned very quick that God is faithful. Another thing that we learned is that the devil is a liar. Yes. Amen. He tries convincing people that he has the same kind of power as God. No, he does not. Satan's power is very limited, and not only is it limited, he is defeated, amen? And the only place that Satan is allowed to be, the only place is underneath your feet, amen? amen. We learned that he belonged underneath us, and we held on to those promises, amen? And it was war because, man, we had to win the battle of yes. the mind. And um, if you haven't, go back to the next 
the last four episodes of Kingdom Concepts, we dealt with the battle of the That's mind. Right. We learned how to win in the battle of the mind, and, and victory showed up in the natural. Our son was healed. God brought him out of that. He's, he's grown, has his own, you know, is, is a great son, you know, and, and it's because we stood on the promises of God. Amen. The enemy tried gathering, but God said, you will go no further. The enemy created weapons, but God said they will not prosper. So just rest in knowing that. Amen. Let's, let's pray for them today. Amen. Whatever it is you're facing right now, we're going to agree with you that it's over. Heavenly Father, we thank, thank you, you, Lord, Father. that every trial and tribulation has an expiration date. And we thank you, Lord, that the weapons that Satan has created, Lord, they were built for failure against your people. And I just pray great peace right now, Lord, upon every man and woman under the sound of my voice. I pray, Lord, for your strength. Lord, I pray for your super coming on their natural, doing supernaturally what could not be done without you. And I thank you, Lord, that you silence the mouth of every evil enemy, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we have your word and that your word will never fail. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you again, amen, for being with us here on Kingdom Concepts. We love to be with you guys again. Again, if you can, remember to like and subscribe. That way you don't miss any of our episodes. We love you, and we'll see you next time here on Kingdom Concepts.